Welcome to Grow With The Flow podcast with your friend and host, Itzy. Here, we inspire each other to grow, grow professionally in our career aspirations, and grow personally with our life, relationships, and confidence, all while rolling with the punches, embracing the chaos, and growing with the flow. Happy New Year. I am your host, Itzy. Welcome back to Grow With The Flow podcast. I have a little announcement for you all. I know I've been a little inconsistent with the podcast here, but y'all know how that goes. Um, The holidays got kind of crazy, but I have a lot, a lot of content coming up for season three, and I kind of just wanted to do a season finale episode for season two. Um, So thank you for being patient with me, um, just kind of sorting things out in the back end, adjusting my schedule with work. I think we're going to take a little bit of a break um, for the rest of the month, but regardless, there's a lot of exciting stuff coming up, and if you haven't caught up on old episodes, now's a great time to do it, Um, but I hope you're all having a great start to 2023. Um, I know I am. I was sick for like the first week of it. And last year I was sick also, I had COVID, Um, but I feel like my body just needs rest in the beginning of the year. And something I've shared a lot of times over and over again is that really our bodies are adjusted to the seasons, right? And it's winter, winter just started about a month ago, you know, our bodies want to rest, they want to nourish, they want to hibernate. And I've been trying to do better at listening to my body and um, kind of prepping, ideating, exploring as spring comes in a couple of months, right? And that's kind of the time to start blooming and start implementing all of the things that I'm working on now. So hopefully that's helpful for other people. I feel like when you've been constantly improving and just working on yourself and giving yourself permission to do things that you've wanted to do throughout the year, the new year doesn't feel as intense or as um, much of an urgency. So Um, I'm also doing dry January, which obviously it's been about two weeks now. And Lupuna have been doing this for the last four years um, and it helps just kind of reset me. I really don't love the side effects, the hangovers that come with drinking. I get a lot of anxiety and I feel like it really affects my confidence. And I find that the reason usually when I'm drinking or when I want to drink in like social settings it's because I want to feel a little bit more confident and comfortable in my body that's kind of a realization I had in therapy and just like journaling um that I feel like one I feel like people won't like me as me so I have to kind of like not necessarily change my ways but be a little bit more comfortable and more bold and more courageous and more just like easygoing um, because I tend to have a little bit of social anxiety. So um, I use alcohol to kind of like band-aid that and that hasn't been great. Um, And I'm slowly learning that people enjoy being around me just as me, right? Um, Without being drunk. (laughs) Um, So just a little moment of vulnerability there and also just um, that I don't need drinking to be confident while it might help short term it doesn't help in long term because when I drink even y'all I'm turning 30 this year even one or two drinks 
it just has me for the week like recovering, <laughs> like overthinking with anxiety, sluggish, and my stomach has issues with it. So I've just not completely giving it up, but I feel like dry January just helps me kind of explore things that naturally make me feel good. So if anyone else is doing it, kudos to you. I think I want to kind of just cut back on it for the entire of the year, but I don't want to like deprive myself because I really do enjoy celebrating myself going out and having like a glass of wine with friends, but there's so many alternatives like CBD drinks, as you all know, I really enjoy mocktails, um, things like that. So um, yeah, that's kind of the little journey I'm in this month, but a lot of fun stuff going behind, going on behind the scenes. Um, but I'm excited to have you back. Um, this finale episode is just going to be a really short episode I hope (laughs) I feel like I already took up like five minutes but I just wanted to check in with you all but I really want to talk about monetizing your online influence your online authority your online expertise how to monetize it because I feel like we talk about this a lot my clients come to me to take up space and work on their online businesses so they can make money so they can build freedom so they can attract community and opportunities so Um, This is going to be a little bit more on like the influencer lens, right? Our content creator lens has evolved so much over the years. And I feel like there are just so many opportunities, whether you're a service provider or a content creator or just like someone that loves expressing themselves. There are so many opportunities for doing that online. So I thought I would share a couple of things. Um, So before we dive into that, I want to remind you um, that my one-on-one coaching program is open for enrollment. If you are interested in building confidence, feeling more comfortable in yourself, in your story, in your voice, in your power, um, and showing up unapologetically both on and offline so you can make your creative goals a reality, then apply to my coaching program. Um by booking a clarity call either in the show notes or the link in bio on instagram during the clarity call we will talk about your goals i'll share more about the program we'll see if we're a good fit but really my clients are seeing so much success they are showing up more consistently they are showing up with less shame less overthinking less self-doubt and just authentically as that as them whether it's in their business online or in their careers or in their relationships. So creates a trickle effect. Um, but yeah, go ahead and check that out. DM me if you have any questions. But um, I've been saying if this is if you're listening to this and it feels like a sign, that's probably because it is. My life has changed so much um, from investing in myself and um, within a year, right? And a year and a half that I launched my coaching business and my life has truly transformed. So uh, not only will your business will feel successful feel full of ease but so will your life so will yourself and you'll feel more comfortable as you are so um yeah go ahead and schedule clarity call if you're interested um and let's dive in a little bit into what i mean by monetizing your online influence and how to start showing up as an influencer as a person with authority today right now um the first thing that i'll share is you don't have to overcompensate. You don't have to do anything differently. You don't have to. Um, I get a lot of questions about like, where did I get this mic? Where did I get that tripod? Where did I get that ring light? While all of that is great, I didn't start off with those kind of things. Like I just kind of work with what I've got. So I want you to know that you can start showing up as an influencer, as a content creator, as a person 
that has a story to share as a person that's creating impact today as you are without buying anything without um you know kind of putting on a production um it doesn't require much I want you to think about kind of like what you enjoy right from day to day I know our lives can feel a little mundane to us they can feel like very repetitive they can feel not as exciting but I find that the things that you find not as exciting, people will really resonate with, right? I shared this story on my Instagram live a couple weeks ago that I started sharing more about work-life balance because I think I shared a picture or a video of me like putting up my standing desk in my office and then people were asking me. And I this was like at the time that I was I felt like a little bit of shame about working full time while being an influencer. And they started asking me, like, how do I balance things? Um, how like where I got my desk, where I got like my artwork, where I got my pants. So like just by recording myself in that moment. I got so many questions and ideas for content. So the more you share, the more you bring your community along for the ride, the more they'll engage with you, the more they'll begin kind of um, building trust with you, right? So it doesn't require much. I challenge you for this month, for the rest of this month to start setting up your phone, right? Start setting up your phone and just talking about whether it's you getting ready for the day, uh, maybe it's the journal or the planner that you use, sharing that, tagging the brand, whether it's your new skincare routine, um, what you're wearing to work, right? Obviously, if you have a goal in mind, if you want to be a content creator or you want to be a service provider or if you want to be life and beauty, right? Like take that into account. If your goal is to work with brands, then you want to kind of showcase the brands that you're already using. Maybe it's the type of coffee maker that you use. Maybe it's the the brand of couch that you have, right? There are so many ideas. If you just kind of look around your apartment and scan, you'll be surprised by tons of brands that you're already surrounded by that you don't have to buy if your goal is to have more clients right um, as a coach or as a service provider how are you solving their problems how are you solving your own problems like how are you being opening up and telling them about things going on through your in your life right um, if you're a business owner and you want more customers how is you how does your if it's like a clothing store or boutique like how does that solve their problem how does that make them feel why should they buy your product right things like that that feel a little bit again repetitive start sharing them start getting comfortable with sharing those type of things stories are a great tool to use Um, another thing that I'll share is you know I have content creators coaches service providers business owners all types of entrepreneurs that work with me but I also have students and um, people in professional careers that just want more jobs and more opportunities, right? They want to build their personal brand online because they want to connect with people. And I think it's a great resource, almost like a digital resume. There have been so many jobs that I've gotten from my Instagram that the opportunities have trickled in just by following someone that I had met at an event or following an old coworker and having them work now for a brand that I love, right? Like you just never know. And Social media creates a space to be really connected and really be at the forefront of people's minds. So think about your goal um, and your goal should really be to be building trust and credibility, right? So that's where showcasing your day to day. Obviously, you have boundaries, set boundaries with what you want to share, what you don't want to share. I think 
knowing the difference between like, is this something that I really don't want to share or am I just holding back because of what other people will think, right? Because I think sometimes we'll say, well, no, I I just don't want to share those kind of things. I want to keep my things private, which is totally fine. Like I have a lot of clients that don't share at all much of their lifestyle on Instagram but be clear is that because of fear of what other people will think or because you just don't feel like crossing that boundary right for me it has been really nice to set those boundaries so for me it means not showing up online on the weekends and just keeping that to myself sometimes I'll do weekend recaps but for the most part I feel like I'm pretty open I share about you know lupo i share about i share my families here and there but there are some boundaries that i have so get clear about those boundaries of what you want to and what you don't want to share online and i feel like that'll help you move with a little bit more with more peace of mind so anyway the next thing is to pick one platform right if you're kind of overwhelmed about what platform you want to show up on what if you just started with one right? Whether that's TikTok, whether that's Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, YouTube, you name it, start with one. We're going to keep it simple here, right? If your goal is to show up as an influencer, content creator, someone with authority online to build your personal brand, let's just keep it simple. Especially if you have a full-time job, just choose one. I know my clients all like really enjoy showing up on TikTok. I feel like half of them are on TikTok and the other half are on Instagram and then I have a few that just aren't on social media at all then there's you know some have two whether like on TikTok or and Instagram or YouTube but I feel like we find that TikTok seems to be a little bit easier and a little bit less scary to tackle on and I think it's really just because we have people our for you page is essentially people that resonate with us right like you will never see something that you're just kind of like quote-unquote controversial on your for you page everything pretty much will resonate with you I feel like that's why the uh, the TikTok algorithm does so well because you're like this for you page really said for you because it's just everything that you see feels like it's authentic to you so we feel a little bit safer because everything that we're consuming feels like our ideas but on Instagram we might come across things that don't sit right with us or that we feel overwhelmed by or that we hadn't thought of right or that um just feel not as inspiring because it's a different idea than we've been exposed to so I find that that's why TikTok feels a little bit more freeing but remember that you can kind of curate Instagram in that way as well you can follow people that really resonate with your ideas you can follow people who look like you you can follow people who prioritize the things that you do and you can unfollow people that don't make you feel good right so keep that in mind I think that with Instagram the way I've been seeing it a lot and I shared this analogy with my client about thinking of it as like a big party right like your Instagram is one big party and the people that follow you maybe they're first time followers they are just like you know hanging out on the outside debating if they want to go in or maybe they got the invitation and they're just kind of like hmm like maybe I'll attend one day but like not quite and then you have the people that are already there they're seeing everything that you're doing they're enjoying they're having a good time they don't necessarily feel too um connected to you but they're also ready for a good time right so they're just like enjoying it and then you have like 
your VIP people, the people that watch your stories, the people that are engaging, the people that are commenting, the people that help you get ready, the people that are going to help you clean the party before and after. Those are the people that you are really vibing with and attracting, right? Those That's like the community that has your trust and vice versa. And these guests can change right? People can choose to leave the party at some point because they're not feeling it. Some people can come, there can be new new guests. Some people can turn into those VIP, right? Um, with, in, with TikTok, it's a little bit harder to build those VIP people because when you think about the For You page, they're not always like, not everyone is looking at their people they follow page. Like for instance, I hardly look at the people that I follow, like that feed. I usually stay on my For You page. So it's a little bit harder to get those people invested. So it's going to take a little bit longer. Like your video might go viral and they still might be just sticking around, right? Versus Instagram, it feels a little bit easier because you have close friends feature you have your stories you have different avenues to reach these people that you normally wouldn't on another platform so all that to say just keep that in mind when you're debating like where do I want to show up what feels easier for me what feels more simple but with all of that being said um, if you are an influencer I would start by looking at affiliate programs I I used to do these a lot of these very early on in my career and I think this is a great way to make passive income even if you're a service provider even if you're a coach even if you're an entrepreneur right like I think the really special thing about service providers or coaches um, we're usually sharing our life right whether you're a mom or whether you have some cool new software to help you keep you help keep you organized like there is a way that you can organically show up and make money passive income from it um specifically on like amazon storefront or like to know it uh those are two key ones that i always use um because it's just so easy it doesn't require a lot of work i don't have to create extra content the content that i'm already creating just requires an extra link right um there's also magic links if you just go google like marketplaces for uh content creators you'll find a whole list of it but i know if like paid collaborations is your goal affiliate programs can be really the step into the door right like the first step into the door because if you're already posting about a brand that you love why not just continue nourishing the relationship and meeting new people and making passive income and that can kind of become a case study for future brands so for example glossier um i worked with them that was like my one of the first brands that i worked with in 2018 literally drove over sixty thousand dollars in sales to their website because i used it day in and day out like i wanted to talk about it came so naturally i was you know a young professional with who only had like five minutes to get ready and this brand just kind of fit really nicely into my current lifestyle that it didn't require me posting too much although I did post a lot of it because I just really liked creating beauty content at that time Um, but there was no requirement so while there are some affiliate programs that have a lot of requirements that they'll have you post like four times a week or once a month or four times a week four times a month or once a month like really decide what's worth it for you but I feel like for Glossier there was no requirements and it like if anything it made me want to post more because I could just it was very organic right and those affiliate programs can lead to 
like long-term collaborations, right? That case study of Glossier, I use it all the time for future, for collaborations, or at least I did. Um, and when I say case study, it's like an example of where your influence lies, right? And you can use it for brands or competitors. And if you do have a small community, right, and they're all really invested, right? Say your VIP party is like 300 people. Imagine those 300 people buying anything that you shared right metrics aren't everything and gaining your community's trust authentically is more important because they're the ones that are going to help you convert so if you're good at converting know your strengths that's important um everything that they share with you their insights and doesn't really require too much strategy you're just kind of sharing as you are so um think about those affiliate platforms um and also use them to experiment, right? If you're a brand new creator and you don't know what to post, if you don't know if you like video or you don't like or if you like photo, there's no obligation. Just start exploring, experimenting. There's no pressure and all you're doing is building a relationship with the brand, right? They might see the video that you created and really love it and want to buy it from you. Um, they might see how much you're converting and they might offer you like a full-time long-term paid partnership right so like really use it almost like an addition to explore your content style I know that I want I want women of color creatives to get paid I want them to not settle for petty cash but as a creator it is going to take a little bit of exercising and building your community's trust so you can't wait to till you get paid to start showing up for your community or offering value to your community right so it's almost like a chicken and the egg type of thing like just start giving value to your community start building trust with them and the brand collaborations will come rather than you waiting for brand collaborations in order for you to gain your community's trust it it has to work backwards um you have to kind of set up the foundation so then you can attract those opportunities right so yeah affiliate links are great there's so much value like I remember I I was a Missouri affiliate and I did a YouTube video and I shared like my favorite pieces and this video went viral quote unquote I wasn't expecting that and so many people used my link I would say maybe like 300 people used my link and I think I got paid out like I don't know, like a combination of like $10,000 over time. But like one video did that, right? And my goal wasn't to go viral. My goal was really like, I have gotten a lot of questions about my jewelry. Let me showcase some of my favorite jewelry. And by thinking of my community and how I can offer them value in return, that affiliate link kind of blew up, right? And that won't always be the case, but I just want to share that as like, an idea of like how things will fall into place when you're thinking about your community right so there's affiliate links that really help you build passive income so many places have it like you would be surprised you can easily like google um like your favorite brand and see if there's an affiliate link or affiliate program and you can apply um similar to that there is ambassadorships right so like i mentioned if you go to brands like contact us page sometimes there are places where you can apply for to be an ambassador i know skims has that fabletics has that there's there are several others i'll probably i'll try to leave some in the show notes but 
just a quick Google search and you might be surprised. Um, and you can just like kind of read the requirements and see if it's worth applying. Um, and usually when you add yourself to that, you'll get on the PR gifting list. And if they send you PR, now you have things to create content with, right? Because the goal here is for you to be resourceful and not have to like spend a ton of money to to buy to buy new things um, to be a creator, right? Like you can just use what you have, but it does take building that relationship with brands first, um, which you do by organically sharing them if you're already using them. Okay, the other way that you can monetize your influence is collaborations, right? Um, pitching, pitching to brands. I talk about this. I have a episode all about pitching to brands. So definitely check that one out if you want to learn more. But joining marketplaces, I know I kind of touched on that previously. I, these are not, actually, I have gotten quite a few of collaborations through marketplaces um, in the beginning of my journey not as much anymore but there's again quick google search influencer marketplace you'll find a lot I feel like a lot have came about since the influencer industry started but there's like aspire octally there's collectively there's there's a lot um, do your research and see which ones are worth it um, I feel like octally I don't remember them paying very well, um, but again, there are a ton now and there's like obviously, there's quite a bit. So that can be a really great way to start building your media kit, um, start working with brands, start negotiating, start um, just like learning the basics of collaborations, um, especially if you're just starting off um, and you don't know who to pitch to, the marketplace is basically have like a roster um i think four f-o-h-r is another one sorry my brain is like running really fast um but it can be a really great place where they basically just have like a list of brands that are looking for collaborators or um, influencers or content creators and then you apply to work with them based on their requirements based on how much they pay you can apply and yeah it's just a really good way to start making uh connections with those brands right so you're not like the marketplace is the middle person so you're not like actually building a lot of connections that's I think one of the cons you're you're just kind of signing up delivering the content through there so there's not too much one-on-one which I personally prefer because I like to build the relationship with the brands but a lot of brands will outsource to third parties like marketplaces they'll also sometimes outsource to um, different agencies so sometimes you'll see an agency reach out to you um, and it's not the brand um that's probably because the brand outsourced for the agency to handle handle all influencer relations. So uh, just keep that in mind in case you get an email where it's like, well, this doesn't match what the brand is. So um, that's also something to note. And then the other thing that I was going to share is UGC. I think this is this can be a really great way where you're like, I don't want to showcase any of my life, but I know I take such good pictures. I know I can like model or I know that right I love the way that I can explore with my hands or getting dressed up right like you're literally just selling your content to the brand so they can do what they want with it um there's still some like guidelines within that um like and then like how long they use it for where they're gonna use it right because you just don't want them to take your content do whatever they want with it I feel like there should still be guidelines but it's a really great way for you to just do what you do best if you enjoy photography and you enjoy videography a lot of brands will pay really good money 
and send you things for you to shoot in and you you get free stuff and you make money and you don't have to post it anywhere right so think about that do i want to be an influencer with the community or do i just enjoy creating content how can i work with brands right so think of yourself kind of as like the out of house content creator um that they they then use for their social media or their marketing campaigns um and i think a good way to do this is creating a website with your work or just a platform where all of your work lives so they can refer back to it um and this is something that you can mention when you're pitching to brands right like i uh, uh, i can create um content for you etc um and then the other final I think this is about the final thing the other final way that you can monetize is by providing services right um I think creating content is one of the services that you can provide as a content creator um but a lot of different people are creating ebooks right I know someone created like presets those are always pretty popular if you have a community you can create like a set of presets if you're really like good on photoshop and you create your own you can create a little ebook about whatever it is whatever like your niche is like maybe it's like the five step to getting that like natural beauty i don't know like my my holy bible of curly haired tools whatever like you can create an ebook that people can purchase right so depending on what your niche is or your interest like you can create an ebook like for example i would create something like about confidence online right the the 10 things about confidence online whatever and then sell it um obviously coaching like i offer um i think organically my influencer journey kind of evolved into confidence coaching because i was struggling a lot with my confidence and i knew that i wasn't the only woman of color that wasn't getting paid enough that was struggling to show up online that felt really judged that felt was like they were overthinking every decision they made right so that kind of evolved to coaching so think about that if your platform if you want to create an impact and you want to help others perhaps coaching is um a step that you can take i had a client who was really into gut health and she was working with brands but she wanted to help people heal their gut from within not just offer um like different brands not just like offer resources she really wanted to work with them one-on-one and she launched her coaching business so while it's fun and all to promote brands and just organically do that why not create a business of your own whether that's coaching or consulting right maybe you are really good at curating your page and building an aesthetic and helping people build a personal brand or maybe you're really good at I don't know you're a lawyer right and you're really good at helping consulting people about the best legal route to take you get the point right like think about what it is that you can offer and there are so many ways to monetize that um there are speaking engagements you can pitch yourself to press you can um you can do kind of um not ghost writing but like you can do articles for different like magazines or like buzzfeed different things like that right the opportunities are pretty endless online so those are just a couple of ways to monetize your influence but it kind of just begins by creating organic content creating what you enjoy talking about and then piecing the pieces together that way get really clear on what it is that you want to do and it's okay if you don't have it figured out sometimes it takes you just like exploring 
to like put pieces together. That's definitely what I've done through my journey. Don't be afraid to share what you love, share what you enjoy, right? If you think about me being multi-passionate, like I have a love for yoga, I have a love for beauty and fashion. I have a love for talking about confidence and helping empower women about confidence. I have a love for just for like traveling. I have a love for social justice. Like all of these things just mesh naturally and it doesn't have to really make sense to anyone else. But I know that those things are what I enjoy talking about and it's all going to infuse naturally because it's me, right? So think about that. And I also want just to mention if you do want to monetize your platform or you just want to create an impact like you don't have to really change who you are i think sometimes we feel like we have to be crazy on video right like share reels day to day or we have to have this like perfect curated feed or we have to do like transition videos or we have to show our husbands right like you don't have to do something that you don't feel comfortable with i was talking to another one of my clients um, about this because she had said, you know, I really want to challenge myself to show my face more online, which is great. I like want my clients to challenge themselves and grow um, in their comfortability online. But at the end of the day, I was like, is this something that you feel challenged because it is what you think you should be doing? Or is it because you actually want to do that? Like, does it feel authentic to you? Did somewhere along the lines or somewhere along your journey did you figure out that like you had stepped away from that authentic you right because she said she was used to being like behind the scenes and very like analytical and data and she's like no that's just kind of the person that I am I'm pretty like introverted I enjoy more like one-on-one I said then you don't have to kind of rip the band-aid and start challenging you can take it step by step right like I what happens sometimes is that we challenge ourselves with these like goals of I'm going to show up online with my face every day, but we continue disappointing ourselves when we don't go through with our commitments. And it just kind of hinders our confidence rather than being like, I'm going to show up as I can right now, keeping it simple where it's not my face. I'm just typing, right? I'm just writing because that's kind of where I feel more comfortable right now. And then slowly start to make your way into showing your face here and there, right? So Find the way that feels authentic to you. If podcasting is your thing, if talking is your thing, if showing your face is your thing, right? Like this is why it's so important to get to know yourself, but like all of it works. You can build a business, you can monetize your platform, you can be a successful creator. Anyway, you just have to find the way that feels authentic to you because that's what's going to be sustainable, right? Showing up as you are is going to feel much more comfortable than trying to be someone that you're not. And it'll help you be more confident about your strengths, right? So those are just some things that I wanted to share with you all um, because I feel like the influencer industry, the content creator industry, just the coaching industry, all the entrepreneurship industry has only grown significantly. And by you delaying (laughs) taking action, you are missing out on a lot of opportunities. You are missing out on a lot of connections. You are missing out on a ton of money. So I really want to challenge you all to start looking into these things. There are so many resources out there Resources out there, and the more you continue to surround yourself with creators who think the way you do, with entrepreneurs that think the way you do, the more connections you build, the more seamless it flows, the more easy, easy it feels to show up, the more um, easy it feels to talk about your business like it is one. So 
I hope that was helpful, but um, yeah, I, I'm really excited for you to kind of continue embarking in this journey. I hope any of this resonated. I will leave some resources in the show notes. I also have a pitching freebie in the link in my bio, also in the show notes. Um, it's just a freebie of like things to include when you pitch to brands. Now's your chance. I There's too many women of color that are just getting stuff for free and their white counterparts are getting paid five figures per post so I just want to empower you to not settle for petty change any anymore petty cash so if you want one-on-one guidance apply for my one-on-one coaching program and if you enjoyed any part of this episode share it in your stories share it with a friend leave a review Um, it's the best way to help people find me to help Um, other women of color creatives get empowered Um, so yeah I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your month season two will be approaching probably mid-February probably gonna take a little month off we'll see though because I I feel like I just have so much to share lately Um, also I just finished my yoga certification so I'm gonna be hopefully teaching in the next couple months so I'm really excited about that so I'm just kind of rethinking how I'm gonna all of these passions of mine into um, my schedule but yeah let's chat if you want to know more about my coaching program otherwise I will see you next time or I'll see you on Instagram but thank you so much I love you all take care thanks for listening to grow with the flow podcast if you haven't already be sure to subscribe for your bi-weekly dose of motivation and inspiration highlighting successful women of color living a successful unapologetic life both professionally and personally. Don't forget to leave a review, share the episode with a friend, or if you can't wait until the next episode, catch up with me on Instagram at Grow With The Flow Podcast or at Itzy Canales. 